join me as we listen to Jesus' story as told by Matthew. May these few minutes spent listening today draw us closer to Jesus, and may our lives also testify to His power and grace. This is Rachel James. Today I am reading Matthew 24, verses 1 through 28. As Jesus came out of the temple and was going away, his disciples came to point out to him the buildings of the temple. Then he asked them, You see all these, do you not? Truly I tell you, not one stone will be left upon another. All will be thrown down. When he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will this be, and what will be the sign of your coming in the end of the age? Jesus answered them, Beware that no one leads you astray, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Messiah, and they will lead many astray. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place. But the end is not yet, for nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All this is but the beginning of birth pangs. Then they will hand you over to be tortured and will put you to death, and you will be hated by all nations because of my name. Then many will fall away, and they will betray one another and hate one another, and many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. And because of the increase of lawlessness, the love of many will grow cold, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. And this good news of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the world as a testimony to all the nations, and then the end will come. So when you see the desolating sacrilege spoken of by the prophet Daniel standing in the holy place, let the reader understand. Then those in Judea must flee to the mountains, and the one on the housetop must not go back down to take things from the house. The one in the field must not turn back to get a coat. Woe to those who are pregnant and those who are nursing infants in those days. Pray that your flight may not be in winter or on a Sabbath, for at that time there will be great suffering, such as has not been seen from the beginning of the world until now, no, and will never be. And if those days had not been cut short, no one will be saved. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short. If anyone says to you, look, here is the Messiah, or there he is, do not believe it. For false messiahs and prophets will appear and produce great signs and wonders to lead astray, if possible, even the elect. Take note, I have told you beforehand. So if they say to you, look, he is in the wilderness, do not go out. Or if they say, look, he is in the inner rooms, do not believe it. For as the lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west, so it will be with the coming of the Son of Man. Wherever the corpse is, there eagles will gather. The word of the Lord. When my family goes hiking or national parks, one of the things that we love to do is stop at the scenic overlooks and read the plaques and the signs. Often these overlooks you know, whatever they're overlooking, I love the geology ones. They contain information and plaques to tell you what you're doing, what you're looking at, what the history of the space is, and they help you make sense of what you are seeing. That's really what Jesus is doing in this passage in Matthew 24. He's putting up signs for us and describing what's going to happen in the second coming. He tells us what to expect, the signs and the signals that the end is near. He depicts the destruction of Jerusalem 
as a call, as a signpost for the end of time. We know that Jesus spoke these words on Tuesday of Holy Week, and Matthew tells us that Jesus was walking past the temple, and he was telling them that at the right time, the temple will be utterly destroyed. Curious, the disciples are trying to figure out what's going on, and he tell, gives them, Jesus gives them warnings of false prophets, wars, famines, persecution, and growing wickedness. It almost sounds like the world that we all live in, with wars going on and earthquakes happening in Syria and Turkey, and just difficulties that this has been happening all throughout time. Then there's this part about the abomination that causes desolation. Really what it means is the, the defiling of a holy place in spiritual terms like the loss of true worship of God. But to the readers of this story of Matthew, they probably were thinking of the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem by the Roman army that happened in AD 70. So what were the disciples supposed to do when they heard this approach? Run for their lives and flee to the mountains. As Jesus closes his guidance, he's telling them, be spiritually discerning. Don't believe the false prophets. Don't believe the people telling what's happening. You know, we have seen in troubling times, people, even those who aren't normally religious, seek out spiritual help. I mean, I remember how after 9-11, the churches were very full. And there's a longing for people to find comfort when there's deceptions and difficulties in the world. But don't believe the fakes. Trust God and your life will be spared. So what's the message for us? What does the destruction of the temple that happened in Jerusalem in 70 AD have to do with us? For me, I think about how as times get difficult, and it seems that there are many signs happening that the end is near, what should we do? It says, flee, run, and don't look back. But where can we flee? What mountain will shelter us from what's happening? Psalm 121 tells us, I lift my eyes up to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven or earth. So I am thinking that as we are in these difficult times, we should flee to the mountain of God, take shelter in God's word and people and sacraments. Let's flee to God's mercy, to Jesus and his sacrifice. The end is near. We take shelter and forgiveness of God, and we pray that nothing would hinder us. We beware of false teachings and prophets, and we look toward this second coming of the Savior. Let's pray. God, as you're bringing the signs of the redemption, we pray that we would be alert and flee toward you as times get hard. Be with us today. Amen.